If you want to network, the most important principle is to build yourself first, become an expert at one thing or at something, and then use that as a leverage to get to the people that you want to get to and get what you need from them as long as you give back. I believe in the win-win. Never, ever, ever, ever reach out to someone or, or try and network with someone if you have nothing to bring to the table because then you're just going to be a waste of time. If you try and network with someone once and you wasted their time, they're never going to forget you. And then you're not going to have a second chance. I study the patterns of the universe. That's just in the Talking about your life. Fundamental principles. Philosophy. What is and what is not true. Those who know themselves. Be a better every single day. Hey there, welcome back. Thank you for being here for another episode of the Think Grow podcast, where personal development meets real life. I'm your host, Ruben Chavez, and on this show, I aim to explore a variety of different topics with people from all sorts of different backgrounds, psychologists, researchers, artists, entrepreneurs, all sorts of interesting people with the goal to bring you different perspectives that you can use in your own life to enrich your mind and improve your life in whatever way you see fit. Today, I'm speaking with Farouk Sarmad. Farouk was one of the very first people that I connected with when I got onto Instagram in 2014 when I started Think Grow Prosper. And he's an impressive guy. He's a young guy and he has over the years built a hugely successful social media-based business, and, and I've watched him do it from the ground up. He started with really nothing, and, and he was you know 18 or 19 years old when I first met him, to now he has been able to work with these huge companies and have this diverse client list ranging from L'Oreal all the way to Dom Perignon, like, and everything in between. So he's done very well for himself, and, and he's a really impressive guy. Um, Farouk is a social media expert and entrepreneur. That's probably the best way to think about what he does. But really, what he really does is network effectively, and that's what we talk about in this conversation. And And I use that word network with caution because I know that it can sometimes have a a mercenary connotation as though it's all about getting what you want with with no regard for anyone else. And as you'll see, and as Farouk explains, it goes way beyond that. That's not what networking is about. It's actually a life philosophy of genuinely wanting to help others. Um, it, it's, it's an approach. It's a holistic approach to relationships. And so this is truly one of Farouk's superpowers and a huge contributing factor to his success. And in our conversation, you'll hear how he's cultivated this skill over the years and and how it's allowed him not only to just work with, with these big companies, but also get the attention of influential and powerful people ranging from business powerhouses like Gary Vaynerchuk, to even uh, celebrities and rappers like Soldier Boy, which is really funny. You know, again, he's able to connect with such a diverse range of people that it makes one question, it definitely makes me question, like what 
you know, what is it that he's doing? What skill set does does he have and how does he approach relationships? And so that's what this conversation is about. If you are an entrepreneur, um, especially if you are someone who who networking doesn't come uh, particularly natural to, I would I would highly recommend listening to this conversation. I'd say I'm probably one of those people. I, I don't talk with a lot of people on on a daily basis, even digitally. <laughs> so it's it, it was useful to, for me to to kind of bounce some ideas off of Farouk and to get his feedback and and just kind of pick his brain and see how he approaches relationships. I think a lot of you will find value in this. Let me know what you think. Here's Farouk. Okay, I, I kind of want to start this off by asking you what you do, but not in a in the sense like I'm your your equal or I'm someone who has any context for what you do because I think that can get a little jargony and confusing. But like if you were to explain what you do to someone who has no idea what 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 any of this social media stuff is, or you know someone who has a a, a very basic knowledge about what it is, how would you describe that? I run my com- I own my company called Good Life Meaning Communication. And what we do at Good Life Meaning Communication is we do marketing and branding and build communication strategies and growth strategies online for clients, specifically on social media. And obviously my expertise is on Instagram. So that's one vertical of my company. Okay, so you you, you help companies grow their social media. Not just grow, we run marketing uh, campaigns for them. So it's not just growth. It's like we get you in front of eyes. Like if, if a company needs to have X amount of millions of impressions, we get that for you. You know, it's not just growth. Some clients want pure growth. Some clients will want visibility. It's different. How is that different? So some people want the numbers to go up. Some people just want like their brand recognition to, to improve. Exactly. Brand awareness. So Lionsgate, they don't care about the amount of followers they have. I'm not saying they don't care, but that's not what they pay you for. They pay to have their movies seen by X amount of people just like on TV. And, but Ruben Chavez maybe will pay me to grow to 100,000 followers, difference. And then the other vertical of my company we started this year is that we, we do e-commerce. You do e-commerce. Yes, we do e-commerce, meaning that we build brands in the back end and, uh, and, uh, and build stores for celebrities and influencers. We run all the customer support, all the customer service. We have uh, virtual assistants working, uh, working 24-7 on like, you know, uh, live chats, etc. We, we find viral products. We find products that would be good for the brand that we're working with. Like if we're working with like uh, a brand related to, let's say, I don't know, well, the rap brand will sell something around rap, you know, chains and stuff. And we're working with like, uh, we just started like a calligraphy account. Like there's a calligraphy account that reached out to us for to build a store for them. Like we'll build like, We'll sell pens, you know, like it's, we're very like, we, it's very broad, but we build it for influencers that are already set up in place and we'll try and build a brand for them. And then we run all the marketing in the back end, meaning that I, Instagram and Facebook, we targeting campaigns and marketing campaigns. So we do media buying on the, uh, for the store as well. Got it. Okay. So those are kind of two distinct branches of your, of your business. One is the growth and the brand awareness. And then the other one is kind of building out products and stores, e-commerce stores for certain clients. Right. One of them is pure media is an intangible product, is a tangible good where you do media and communication strategies online and growth. And the other one is literally tangible goods that we, we sell. And we, you know, like I told you earlier, I was on the phone with a supplier is because I'm trying to source products 
whether it's from China, whether it's from the USA, whether it's from anywhere, we, we do that stuff. So it's tangible. And then the third vertical of my company, which I hope to open later this year down the line or maybe in 2020, is that I want to have my own in-house brands. Like I obviously, you know, they go together once, you know, I've mastered branding and marketing and I'm trying to master e-commerce and you know, product sourcing. Once I put them both together, I can build my own brand. But until then, I will not get into that. What do you mean that you can build your own brand? Build my own product. Let's say, and a good example is Movement Watches, right? Mm-hmm. Or like all the other brands like that in any other niche. You want to build a brand. Like a Netflix original. It would be like a Farouk original. Yes. I want to own my own company, my own brand. You know, there's a lot of companies out there worth a lot of money and their brands. That That's my goal, of course. So right now you're 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 transitioning hoping to transition from kind of helping other people grow and other people build their brands to kind of building your own company and building your own brand. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching you for a long time and obviously we've known each other for for what it's been since 2014, so like 5 5 years or so. 5 years, yeah. 5 solid years. At the end of this year will be 5 years. November 14. I've been watching you, man, and I I've seen you grow. Like you started out I think uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but not knowing really anything about like how to do any of the things that you're doing right now. Uh, you started out um, on on Tumblr, I think, if 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 that's correct, and then posting photos. You were editing photos, and then you switched to Instagram, and you were building a following on Instagram based on some of your aesthetics, some of your photography, and some of your edits. And uh, and then, so how did you go from that to kind of like? you know, building up the companies that you've built up and doing what you do now? Well, the thing is, so yeah, I've been doing social media for like, for as long as I can remember. So it's funny, like two days ago, I got like a, a, a message from Facebook saying like, happy uh, face anniversary or something, saying that I was 12 years on Facebook. Damn. So, and I'm 24 years old, so that's half of my life. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty funny. And, uh, but it goes to show you, and ever since I remember, I've always been trying to find ways to grow on social media. Like I've always, always been into that. So yes, Tumblr was my first, let's say, breakthrough uh, or breakout. I don't know what the word is again. Sorry, pardon my French. And then, so I grew on Tumblr very exponentially uh, through the luxury niche. And then I, I wasn't making the dime. And then I said, you know what? This Instagram thing is interesting. And then at 24th, I'm like, mm, I think like it's going to blow up. And back then it was about 100 million users and like 1.1 billion users today or something like that. And, and I said, you know what? I'm going to get on Instagram. I'm going to build an audience. All the eyes are on that platform right now. Everybody's just scrolling all day long, including myself, the people around me, right? We're all like addicted to our phones. Instagram was hot. It's still hot today, but it was hot, hot, right? But it was also like a sort of like, you know, deserted place. Like it was lost. Like people didn't really understand it or know what to do on it, right? So then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start on Instagram. I'm going to open my niche and then I'm going to open a bunch of accounts and then I'm just going to offer my services to people and say, hey, I have like 25,000 followers. Uh, I can get you ads for like 50 bucks, you know? So that's how I started on it. And then I guess it developed as I grew. Like I didn't really want to be like uh, own a marketing agency, a media company. I didn't really think I would ever even own my own brand when I started. I was a law school student, 17-year-old law school student, okay? And I wasn't supposed supposed to go through in that career path. And then I realized that, you know, I was always kind of an entrepreneur, though. I always was very entrepreneurial since I'm very young. And I always loved business, right? And I realized as I grew and as I started making more and more money, and as I started growing a lot of pages, you know, went from zero to four million followers in a year, zero to 10 million followers in two years, you know, but you've seen that because you were like my OG. Like you're one of the people, you picked me up on my first week on Instagram. I remember that, man. I, I didn't realize that was your first week. Yeah, you, you co-signed me. <laughs> 
So are you saying I- I'm your Dr. Dre to your Eminem? Ooh, that's a bold claim, but you know, that could be it. You're the first person to have reached out to me and say, hey, I like your pictures and I have a thousand followers. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm taking far more credit than, than I deserve. I, um, I do remember that though, and, I, and, and all credit is, is deserved for sure because then you, we all know what happened. We started engaging in groups and stuff. So that's what I did. So no, I never expected this to become that big and I never really had a plan for it, Ruben. Like, it was never a career path for myself. I always wanted to become an entrepreneur. I always loved business, but it was never like a plan to own a media company and to like be able to like get someone in a hundred million eyes uh, within a week like that in the snap of a finger. It was never a plan for me to be starting e-commerce stores with celebrities and work with rappers and this and that. It was never my plan, but I just fell into it and I love it. And I'm very passionate about it because I love branding. I love marketing and I love selling. And those things go very well hand in hand together so it's really as i grew i started laying the bricks 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 brick by brick and i started laying the foundations and i said you know what i was going to start a company and i'm on this full time and that's what i'm doing and then today you know i looking back you know i've come quite a long way uh and uh and and there's still a very long way to go and uh and i'm just you know just just one day at a time you know just like paving my own way it's it's a long journey and i'm loving it every second of it yeah man i mean I, i've just been so proud watching you grow and and i not that I have had anything to do with your success, but just from a friend standpoint, like I, I really have admired the way that you've built these businesses and how hard you've worked. And I mean, they're huge businesses. Like they're you've done very, very well for yourself. And one of the skills that that I admire most in you, and I talk about this with with Vanessa, my my wife, often whenever you come up in conversation, is that you are an incredible networker. Like. Your ability to know someone who does a specific thing whenever anybody asks is insane. Like if anybody, if somebody needs someone to, uh, you know, do Facebook marketing, you know a guy. If you need someone who, who, you know, has a luxury brand that has a specific product, like you know the right person. And so you just, you're very well connected and you have like this mental Rolodex of people that you that you can call on and this network like this very tight network and large network that you can call on and I think that's been a big part of your success and so I mean you tell me if that's true or not but I kind of want to get into how you have built that network and how you do network the kind of the principles for networking because you know you're a young dude and you started out obviously you were even younger and you've been able to command the attention of not only people who are much older and well-established, you know, compared to when you were starting out, but, you know, name brands and, like, household names. So can you, can you kind of expand on that a little bit? And you don't have to unpack everything. I know that was, that was a lot to, to take in, but is networking a part of, of your – is a big part of your success, do you think, your ability to network? I think networking is everything for, 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 for as far as I've come so far. I think networking is the key. To, I, I don't like to say uh, to my success because I don't think I'm successful, but to a certain amount of success, yes. Let's say, um, you know, within what I'm doing. So I think networking was the most important part of it because it's allowed me to meet the right people. And I was talking about paving that way. It's allowed me to really pave that way and take it one step at a time. So if you ask me, if I, if I can just like recap what you just said, your question was, um, your question was, how I managed to network or how I managed to build something out of a network? 
Yeah, I mean, I guess one place we could start is how have you cultivated this ability to, or how how have you built your network? I guess let's start there. Like, what are some of the the principles and or strategies that you've to networking that you've yeah that you've used to build your network that you have? One of the key principles is that I was never afraid to ask the right questions to the right people. You know, because I believe in the principle that if you don't ask, you don't know, and if you don't know, you'll never be able to take get get somewhere. So don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to ask. This is a very, very, very important principle to networking. Like reaching out to, to somebody? Reaching out to people. Don't be scared to reach out. Don't be scared to ask questions to the people around you. Don't be scared to just go for it. Like if you need something, don't be scared to ask. But I will get, I will touch on that point because there's, there's, you must have a purpose for asking and a reason to ask and something to give back. But the, the, the first, the first, and I, want, I want to actually take a, a, a few steps back here. Before even getting to networking, Okay. Before even getting there, people, especially young people, because you know I have a personal brand and I'm 24 years old, so a lot of people that that reach out to me are like 70 to 25, right? And they tell me, Farouk, how do I figure out what I love? How do I figure out what I want to do as a career and what I want to become? This starts by figuring out your why, figuring out who you are. I was lucky enough to find that out pretty early in my life. Some people don't find out until they're 50, 60. That's not a big, that's not a big deal. You know, everyone's made different. No one's made the same. Okay. So first I would say, take a step back, write down what you're good at, write down what you want to, you know, what you want to, what you really want to become, what you want to do, your goals, your aspirations and everything and figure out your why. Why do you want to do what you want to do? And how are you going to like express it? How are you going to put it to work? Right. And then you figure out what you're going to do. So let's say my why always was I, 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 I ha, I, I'm very talkative, as you can probably notice and you've known. And I always believe that my voice deserves to be heard. I always believed that. And I always wanted to, um, to inspire people. And I always wanted to like spread my message, of, which was always of positivity. And then now my message became more about being authentic, integral, about working hard and that you, know, you can achieve whatever you want if you really go for it and just stick discipline, right? But back then, it was really, I believe really, my voice, you know, deserved to be heard. So how am I going to do that? I'm going to build a platform for myself because of social media. Because social media allows 17-year-old Farouk to get 100,000 followers. So I started building a platform. I started building my social media. And once I started building my social media, I was able to use that as a leverage in order to get to the people that I needed to get to one by one. Which is, which is what I, was, I wanted to come to, which is the most important point. If you want to network, the most important principle is to build yourself first, become an expert at one thing or at something, become good at what you're doing, right? And then use that as a leverage to get to the people that you want to get to and get what you need from them as long as you give back. I believe in the win-win more than anything else. I will never reach out to someone if I not if I'm not certain that I have something to give back to them in exchange. And this is what I tell people who today I'm in the position where a lot of people ask to work for me and to work with me. Sorry. And I tell them, what are you good at? I even made a Google sheet last time, like a month ago. I said, hey guys, let's work. Whoever wants to work with me and like be in, be part of my journey for the next year because I'm building rebuilding my company, opening multiple verticals. You know, answer your question. Where are you from? What's your name? And what are you good at? You know, and what have you done? And I've been going through that sheet nonstop in order to find people to work with me. Because I think leverage is the most important thing that you have 
So develop, a, first of all, find out your why. Then figure out which you know, niche or which industry you're going to get into. Then develop a skill set and master it. And then go after building a network. And that's how, at a young age, I got to all these big names that everyone like talks about time on social media. You know, I was invited on Andy Priscilla's podcast in 2016, three years ago. Shout out to Andy Priscilla. Shameless plug right there because he put me on big time. But only because I was able to build, develop a certain skill where he invited me on because he knew that there was value in me. Not because I was just average Joe, right? Same thing for Gary Vee. Same thing for even you. I, I, I networked my way through. I finessed my way in genuinely, authentically, because I had something to provide to these people. My key rule, though, my key, which is very important, I want everybody to really take this extremely like seriously because it's not even a joke or anything, is never, ever, ever, ever reach out to someone or, or try and network with someone if you have nothing to bring to the table because then you're just going to be a waste of time. And you will never be forgotten for that. If you try to network with someone once and you wasted their time, they're never going to forget you. And then you're not going to have a second chance. That's an important point that I actually want to get into a little bit more. Um, I just wanted to kind of flag the term networking because sometimes when we talk about quote unquote networking, it sounds almost mercenary. Like if it's this it's this like mechanical thing that you do and that it's all business, you know, and it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a, I don't want to say sleazy term, but it, some people have negative associations with the word, but correct me if I'm wrong, but dude, I, I think that networking is, is really just like developing healthy relationships with people in, in your industry. And, and even outside of your field, but it's really just about relationships. You know, it's about developing harmonious relationships and in, a, in an authentic way, not in a way that's like, oh, you're going to do something for me if I do something for you, because that's just a transaction. That, that's business. Right. And 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 fair enough, because uh, business needs to be done. And that's that's part of the uh, point of networking. Right. But what I like about your philosophy and you just touched on it right now is that the first principle is like, see what you can do for someone else. I had, um, I had a, an example of this in my own life just recently, actually. So people often ask if they can like work for me or, or if I can hire them in some capacity, which I think is really funny. You probably get many more of these inquiries than I do, but I don't have a, like a, I don't hire anybody. I hire like a few contractors to edit things. And so I don't have a lot of, a lot of people in my, in my, uh, business who I need to hire. But anyway, I get these inquiries. And the other day, I, this was a couple weeks ago, there was this, this person that I started following on Instagram, whose content I, I liked. And I just said, I just, you know, I responded to one of his stories. And I was like, Oh, you know, I love the graphics that you make. And I love the content, something like that, you know, and, and he's like, Hey, thanks. And then we, we chatted for a little bit. And, and then he offered out of the blue, he's like, hey, if you ever want me to make you a graphic, I'd be happy to. And I'm like, oh, just for Think Girl Prosper? He's like, yeah, if you want me to make you like a quote graphic or turn one of your quotes into like a style that I do, because you mentioned that you like what I do, I'm happy to do that. I'm like, oh, cool. And you know, that's one positive right there. And then he took it a step further, because I was like, that sounds good. I'll see if I can dig up a quote that I want you to work on. Right. And then he goes, oh, no, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll look through your feed and, and I'll see what, you know, if there's a quote that fits kind of the style that I want to do. 
So that's the second positive because he's like lessening the work for me, you know? And I was like, okay, well, that's, that's pretty cool. And then he takes it a step further and he goes, by the way, you like, oh, he, so he delivered me this quote, right? He delivered me this graphic. It's a really pretty graphic that he made, actually. It was actually a slideshow. It was a, it was a, it was a slideshow of like 10 different graphics. And so I was like, okay, well, this is really cool. I liked oh, wow. it. It was, it was quality work, dude. Like he took a lot of time on it. And after he delivered it to me, he goes, hey, uh, don't worry about crediting me on this. Like, don't worry about tagging me. I just wanted to, to give, give this to you and I wanted to provide value. I followed you since I was a, a teenager and I, I think that you have a really cool page and your message is great and I just wanted to give this to you as, as a gift. And I was like stunned. I was like, wow. Right, he came to you with value to bring you and he showed you his guns before. And not only that, if, if I thought that he may have been trying to get something from me, if I had any inkling, that vanished as soon as he said, oh, don't worry about crediting me. That was like, wow. Then I don't know if that's a sustainable practice all the time because obviously there needs to be some value exchange. But I'll tell you what, man, that interaction, it made me want, I, I'm really considering hiring him in some capacity for Think Grow Prosper because I really, really thought that that was so genuine. It showed his genuineness and his authenticity in wanting to actually help and give without receiving. So I think that's what you're talking about, right? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Because, of course, at some point, like, you got to stop giving, giving, giving and start thinking about like your own, you know, your own self as well, you know, which is not selfish, just being self-aware. So you can only give so much. But you got to give freely without thinking about taking something in return. So when I say like find someone to with your and leverage, what I truly mean is know that you have this in your back pocket, right? Which is your skill set. But go and give. And you will receive if you network with the right person, you'll receive 10x. And you're about to give them 10x. I'm sure you are. And I have the similar examples and, and like that, you know, like I have a I have a lot of people that always ask me, you know, let's work together. And then this guy, he's 17 years old, kept asking, let me do some designs for you and do some designs, designs. Okay, one day I said, let's do it. And uh, recently, and he started doing graphic designs for me, just like nonstop for like stores that I own. And they were sick. And now we're, we're, I'm working with him on like a ton of different projects. And not only that, I'm actually making him money because I'm bringing him my clients directly to him. Win-win. Yeah, win-win. Yeah, it, it really is. Like that's such a powerful thing. Like giving without without the expectation of receiving. You gotta give. You gotta give. Give freely without having any special. See, when I started Instagram, and it's funny because you're mentioning how we met the first time when I just started, right? And like you're my Dr. Dre to my Eminem, right? Do you remember what I used to do for you? And I used to with all these accounts. Since I had a beautiful, like I had a really good eye for good content and I was good at editing, I used to make the quotes for everybody. Yeah. I used to make all of, all of everyone's quotes. Well, not all, but you know what I mean? To a certain extent, but I was making quotes, 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 delivering content for people, pumping out content. And I would say, just take it. And at some point, these people, which is you guys, started giving me shout outs. And it's those shout outs that built me. It's the principle of reciprocation. This is, you know, straight out of the book Influence. Like, if you give someone something, you, we have this instinct to give back. But again, it, it's, it's really, you shouldn't give with the intention of expecting back, but know that this is an operating principle that actually has validity in psychology. Like, at the airport, you know, there's sometimes these people that hand you like a rose, and, you know, the idea is you've received something for free, and so you want to reciprocate with 
you know, a donation or something like that. And so that's just a principle of psychology that I think is at play here and that you can, you can kind of use to your advantage if you do it in a way that's integrous. Then that's an important point because really this is, this is all under the banner of being a good person and just being a genuine, genuinely good human being who like wants to help people. That's kind of what it amounts to, right? I know I agree with you. I totally agree with you. So, so that's that's kind of the the first the first principle. Is is there anything else that that uh, has contributed to your to your success and in, in being able to to build relationships with people that are kind of outside, like up a level from you? I went straight for the for the biggest people because I never wanted to like. I always had like very big ambitions, but. I think that's what I did. I mean, look, I provided value. I developed a certain skill set. Uh, I developed my own network. And then, you know, I, it got me to a certain position. And that's what I keep doing, you know. And now you told me, that's what the person you told me, which is why you, you my name popped up in your mind when you talk networking and said I have a big Rolodex, is because I've just expanded so much that I have someone for everything. And even for things that are totally irrelevant, honestly. I, I just know somebody that can do something. And if I can't, I'll just make a call and find them. Right. And that's because I've, I've developed that skill. Networking is a skill on its own, you know? And if you go back to, you know, let's go back actually to the definition of networking. I pulled up while you were talking real quick on the Merriam-Webster dictionary, right? And I Googled, net, I looked up networking. And the definition it gives you is networking, the exchange of information or services amongst individuals, groups, or institutions. Specifically, the cultivation of productive relationships for employment or business. Same thing I would even add for personal relations. Okay, so it's even friendship. You network and you become friends. Actually, you network and you might meet your, the love of your life. Exactly. So I think that, the, and that's what it is. It's productive. Make sure it's productive or in every level. Productive doesn't mean monetary value. And a lot of people forget that. And I think that the reason that this whole thing has gotten negative is because network marketing came into play. And a lot of people started saying, oh, I'm networking, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm going to events, and like that. but I have attended maybe four events in the last five years I've been on social media and invited to like hundreds, and I've only spoken to two because I built a whole network of people from my cell phone and from my Instagram because I've built a following for myself, I built a name for myself, I built a reputation with, of course, a track record, so it was not just fluff, it's not just smoking mirrors. And I use that as my advantage. So the account Good Life, for example, allowed me to reach out to a lot of these brands, allowed me to have something in relation, like in, in exchange, right? For business purposes, of course. Now that we're talking about productive exchange of business, right? So now I can go to a brand and say, hey, I do 10 million impressions a week in luxury niche. That's value. And on a personal level, well, I've developed some skill sets because, you know, I've learned a lot about business. I've learned about, you know, how to be a, stay on track, be a good person, be this and this, and I improve every day. So it allowed me to, you know, build great relationships even personally and have great friends. So I think that it's very important. And you really, it's, it's, it's a constant work that, that you do on yourself. It's not just one word. It's not just one thing. Yes, there's key things that you must do. Like I said, find, who you, find out who you are, find out what you want to become, find out how to do that, and then become really great at it in order to provide value to the next person. That's like the one-on-ones, if you ask me. But then you always have to keep improving and keep adapting because society changes at the speed of light. People change at the speed of light. Science changes at the speed of light. Social media, the internet, everything. So you must always adapt. 
in order to keep providing that value and also keep becoming a better person, a better entrepreneur, a better worker, a better employee, a better everything. Yeah, I think what you're what you're kind of describing there is the difference between a principle and a strategy. Because the principle is be a good person, be genuine and want to help people, uh, provide value. That's that's the principle. Like reach out and provide value to someone without expecting something in return. But the strategies, like you just said, might change over the years, meaning like the way that you do that might might evolve. You know, you, you might maybe graph, maybe making someone a graphic in, in a year from now isn't enough. Like the, it's going to evolve how you approach it. Back then you had to attend events. Now you can just hit up in the DMs. Strategy. That's strategy right there. Uh, but the principle is that you have to be outgoing. And you have to not be scared to ask and not be scared to move, go forward. That's a principle. So it's really principle versus strategy. If you impl- and the strategy changes, the principles stay the same always. You have to be kind. You have to be good. That's never going to change because you have. To, you know what? Actually, I'm going to tell you something. One of the person, first person I had to touch the network with, which was like a big shot from the Gegos, Steve Mayer. Remember, he's one of the homies. He's always been a member, a mentor of mine. What does Steve teach me? One day. You know, I used to be like that little kid. Like I had made quite a bit of money on social media, whatever. And I was like turning down clients every time they would insult me. Meaning that when I wasn't happy with the price they were willing to pay me, I would tell them to fuck off. And that was wrong of me. But it's also, but you know what? It was really insulting sometimes. I wasn't necessarily wrong, but the way of conveying my message was totally wrong. What did I do? Steven said, I said, Steven, trying to do this, trying to do that. He said, listen for real. And I'll never forget this sentence for the rest of my life. He said, be the kind of person everybody wants to work with. Be the kind of person everybody wants to work with. Meaning don't sell yourself short. Of course, don't be a sellout. Stay true to your principles. Of course, stay true to yourself. But be kind. Be respectful. Be respectable. Because even if you turn down a business with respect, maybe they'll refer you. Maybe someone can't afford you. Maybe someone down the line will be able to afford you and turn out to be your biggest client. Or your best friend. And they, it's a funny thing about this is that I, I agree. I think this is super important. Like to to be the. This is another important principle. Like be the type of person that people want to work with. But again, this falls under the the banner of like working on yourself and being a good person. And so I think it's so interesting. Like you can't fake it. You really cannot no, fake you can. this. You can't fake being good. <laughs> and and so if you want to get further in business or in whatever field that you're in, a lot of it depends on who you know. A lot of it depends on the people you surround yourself with, right? And a lot of that is opened up when you're able to be the person that people want to work with. Like you have to work on yourself first. I, I do want to add a little thing because – to, to the defense of a lot of people out here that are going to be listening to you and maybe they don't have the tools to maybe like sometimes it's a gift too, you know, and a lot of people, they tell me, listen, bro, like I'm trying to do whatever you tell me to do, but like it doesn't, it, you know, I'm kind, I'm this and that, but it's just not working. And I guess another key principle in a key trait, let's say is to be relentless. Don't take no for an answer. You know how many times I DM the message Steven before he was like, okay, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to answer this kid. But I knew, I knew that we would kick it. I knew it. So it's the same thing with everybody. I, I when I want something, I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna get it, you know, until I have it. And I'm not gonna say no, take no for an answer. Nothing. People need to be relentless. Like a lot of people in my DMs, at some point, I'm like, God, you're annoying. And at the end, I'm like, Wait, okay, what do you want? And it turns out we develop great relationships. Don't give up. 
don't give up on yourself. If you really need to meet someone, you want to meet someone and you think that you can bring really proper value to them, that you can build a good business or personal relationship, go for it. I, I never stop. And I, I hate when people are scared of, of reaching out to someone like this because today you don't even have to reach out to someone by phone or by face, man. All you got to do is send a message, an email. You know what? On Instagram, you want to reach out to, to me? You can find my friends. You know someone? You know what someone did, Ruben, back in three years ago on Facebook? I, I was never answering their DMs and their Facebook messages. Not my fault. I mean, I couldn't see them all the time. And they reached out to my mother. <laughs> they said, I know that you're coming to France soon because I suppose I'm going to Paris. And they said, I would love to meet your son. I'm a big fan of his. <laughs> she re- they, they reached out to your mother on Instagram? On Facebook. <laughs> and then your mom told you? And my mom told me, and she's like, listen, this kid looks cool. He's like, uh, and then I, uh, and then you know what? I, I, I went to lunch with him and we had a great time, you know, and I brought value to him. I'm glad I did. And then, you know, and, 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 and you know, he, he was a kind person and I made a friend. Today we're in the day and age of telecommunications and media and all of that. Oh my God. You know, everyone's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, and, and email. Yeah. Well, I, I think you made a good point. It is important to not give up. And you said be relentless. But th- th- there, do- there does come a point when you can possibly turn someone off if you're going about it in a way that's like not appropriate. I, I was reading something that you wrote. And the way that you approached like reaching out to people was often you would reach out to someone that they knew to ask what it is that was important to them, like what it is that they need. And so you went about it in a very methodical way. And I think that's important to, to point out is that it like, you can be a good person, you can be kind, but if you're not going about it in a methodical way and you're just reaching out to people relentlessly, you're, you can be annoying and, and that's not gonna, that's going to be counterproductive. So I think it, it, the, the being methodical is also important, wouldn't you say? You have to be methodical, yeah. And you have to, it's, it's also, again, that's strategy, right? That falls on the strategy as well. Is like just reach out to someone that they know or someone that works for them and then say, hey, you know what? What can I bring to him? What can I do for him? What do you think he needs? And how, how can I answer? You know, always, so when you own a company, right? There are problems and your goal as a company, as a CEO, is to find solutions, right? To those problems. And so everybody has problems and everybody needs solutions. So even the biggest entrepreneurs in the world, especially the biggest entrepreneurs in the world, they have even more problems than anyone. So just find out how you can bring a solution and how you can, you know, light, put a fire out. And then, you know, and then I think you're going to be able to reach out to them and to actually like communicate and like network with them. Basically do your homework. Do your homework. Homework is important in every industry and everything you're trying to do, develop skill sets, uh, business, personal relations, everything. You have to do your homework. It's very important. People, people, people forget that. Like, don't reach out to someone via DM saying, "Oh, hi, uh, please help me," or say, "How can I help you?" No, even that doesn't work anymore today because everybody's doing that. You got to bring true value. Say, "My name is X Y Z. I do this, this, and that, and I can bring this value to you by you know because you know I am good at that." It's very vague what I just said, but because it's everyone is different. Well, I want to I want to get into that because the, I think that maybe being a little bit more specific might be useful. I, and I, I know that we can't we can't cover every single scenario, but for the person who's sitting there and, and maybe it's a it's a young person just like starting out, right? Just like you were at eighteen or whatever, and that maybe they don't have any they haven't cultivated a particular skill yet, 
are they kind of dead in the water? Like is the first step cultivating a particular skill that you can then exchange for some value or like what should they do? That's a good question. I mean, it's true that a lot of people can't even, don't even know what they're good at. So is the first step self-awareness maybe? I think the first step is self-awareness, which is why I said, find out your why. Right. You know, Cause I thought of that question a lot, Ruben. I always said, oh, figure out what you're good at, figure out what you're good at. Figure out. That was always my first answer, figure out what you're good at. And then I took a step back and said, no, Farouk. First, you got to find out why you're doing it. And what is your why, like who you are. A lot of people mistaken. A lot of people are very mistaken, Ruben. And that's the most common mistake today. Instead of looking for what you're good at, instead of looking and trying different things, see, you don't want to study this, you want to study that. Instead of think, trying all these different things and perhaps even failing a lot of them and then beating yourself up. Take a step back and figure out who you are. Figure out really, in essence, who you are. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's vital in order to 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 do anything. Really, you have to know who you are and and what you're good at and what you like, what you don't like. But I guess my question is, how did you do that? And and what are some of the the ways that that a young person can go about doing that. Like for me, like around the time I started Think or Prosperous, when I really started figuring this out is that if, if I just like be honest with myself about the things that are like exciting me right now, the things that are like piquing my interest and, and give my attention to those things, even if they're not making me money, even if they're not producing results right now, but if I kind of follow the, the breadcrumbs of what it is that's sparking my interest at the moment, it kind of leads me to what it is that I should be doing at that particular point in my life. Case in point, Think or Prosper, I was reading a lot of books and I was trying to pull myself out of kind of a depressive hole. And during that time, I was I was wanting to learn these principles of, of like success and of creating my own reality the way I wanted it and I was writing them down and it was very exciting to me to kind of sort out these principles and it turns out that a lot of people got value from that and, that, and that's what Think or Prosper kind of that's how we started but what do you think man like how do people find themselves find what they what they're good at find what they want to do like what are some of your viewpoints on that figuring out who you are is probably the hardest thing a human being can do because we often are good at describing other people, right? What's the best freaking thing we're good at is pointing fingers. <laughs> right. We're good at describing other people. Oh, he's like this. Oh, he's like that. Oh, even if it's even we're better at complimenting other people. Forget insulting, being negative. We're better at being positive towards other people and complimenting them about their style or their being than complimenting ourselves. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And I think that to really find your why and you really, really have to look within yourself deeply and like you said like you started writing things down etc like you know like who are you and what's your purpose you know some your purpose might be i want to be rich i want to have money your purpose might be i want to change the world your purpose can be i want to develop a certain skill your purpose can be i want to change an industry those are some things that you think about and then you go from there well, some people, some people that might even be too big. That, that that's why you know some people are like a oh, purpose. Oh my god, like I have to figure out the one thing right now. And so that's why I'm a big proponent of like, okay, let's go on the on the let's look at it from a very small daily granular level. Like a lot of the times, what you what you are good at and what it is that you should be pursuing is like right under your nose, and you're not even looking at it. Like I've had my friend Jonathan Fields on this podcast. 
and uh, he has a system of actually finding out what like what sparks you and and what would interest you from an archetypal standpoint like there's 10 different uh, he calls them sparkotypes and it's a really it's a really cool system i i'd recommend checking it out but but anyway i think the idea and, and tell me what you think about this dude but i think the idea is that a lot of the time what it is that we that we like and and the things that are connected to our purpose are a lot closer than we think they are in your case you were on social media for a long time doing a lot of, like before you even started your business you were spending a lot of time on social media right and and, and that was that ended up being the thing that that you made a business out of and and it was kind of attached to your purpose in in some way now obviously that's that's not true for everyone. There's a lot of people who spend time on social media and they do it to waste time. But you have to take an inventory of why you're doing certain things. Like why are you on social media? What what specifically, what aspect of the thing are you interested in? You're, you're interested in the business aspect of it. So that kind of cues you into the fact that, oh, well, maybe this is maybe this is a path that could be financially lucrative for me, you know? I, I can't even add into this. I think you're right about everything you just said. <laughs> I just did I just do a mic drop? Yes, you did. <laughs> no, I mean it's a great point. Yeah, at some point, I mean there's nothing more you can do but to you know take a step back and think about all those things, you know. I want to take a brief moment to talk about one of our sponsors for this show, Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with over 25,000 classes in pretty much any field you can think of. Writing, photography, uh, cooking, even social media marketing, just to name a few. One of the many reasons that I love and promote Skillshare is because their core values of learning and growing are very much in alignment with my own and I'm sure if you're listening to this with yours too. I'll tell you about one of my favorite classes that I've ever taken with Skillshare. It was a productivity masterclass and it was all about creating systems in your life and business. And it was taught by this pretty well-known YouTuber and it completely changed how Vanessa and I run our business. It helped give us our time back by helping us to create systems that streamlined and organized our content creation and our editorial calendar for Finger Prosper massively massively helpful and here's the cool news right now skillshare is offering listeners of the think girl podcast two months free so you can try it out for yourself go to skillshare.com slash think grow you'll get unlimited access to 25,000 classes for a full two months at no cost so it's basically a risk-free situation here the specific URL that you want to visit for this offer is skillshare.com slash thinkgrow. Check it out. Join the millions of other students who are learning and growing with Skillshare. I've used it for a while. I love it. I think you will too. Again, that URL is skillshare.com slash thinkgrow. And now, back to the show. Here's something else I wanted to ask you, man, and I know that... that you know, I wanna I wanna be respectful of your your time here, but I I had a, a couple more things that I wanted to ask you. So you 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 wrote this article that I was reading, um, and it was kind of about networking also, and in it you have the quote, "Content is king, 
but distribution is queen. So what do you what do you mean by that? And, and how does that relate to what we're talking about here? I always say that that's like the key principle to marketing today is content is king and distribution is queen, meaning that content is extremely important. I just don't mean like pumping out content, content, content. I always tell people, yes, you always have to produce. You always have to, you know, like you have to, you have to, you know, you have to take videos, take photos, this and that, but make sure you're providing value in it and make sure that it's quality content as well. Don't just put things out and then you give yourself a bad reputation. You know what I mean? Like, and also like you're a bad look. So content is extremely important today when you're trying to market anything. But then distribution is queen and people like sleep on that because distribution is the media distribution side of things. Like when you try to like, when you, you blast it on social media, Facebook, Instagram, media buying, Snapchat, Twitter, this and that. Distribution is so important because you can have the most beautiful content in the world and you might be seen by nobody. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, you might hit the spot where like you have one or two examples of people that go super viral, like Salt Bay, like his content was great, right? He went and he got 50 million followers, right? And then he kept going on a consistent basis with good content. Okay, you might be DJ Khaled, but he was already famous. He goes like another one, keys, and then he's viral, right? But not everybody are these people, you know? A piece of content is important, but I think that the way you distribute that content is extremely important. Meaning the channels that you're going to be using, the way that you're going to be distributing it. Okay, so let's say you own a product. Well, your content is good, but are you setting up the right ads? Are you advertising with the right influencers? That's distribution, and that's exactly what I mean. Got it. So it's it's relating to the 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 platform and how you distribute the content, but also is there a component of like how consistent you are and and how you approach it? Is that part of it? Yes, but so right now this piece of content is very valuable. So the Think or Prosper podcast is valuable to people, right? It's a, it's content. Your podcast is content, but your distribution is the fact that you have three million followers and you're going to post it on it. So the way you distribute that piece of content is really important. And then let's say you get shouted out by X, Y, and Z. That's distribution. The way you're going to you're going to make that bigger and you put it out there. That's your distribution, and I think it's extremely important. And they go hand to hand. And to some point, actually, sometimes, damn, I've seen distribution take over content. I've seen people build brands with awful content and go crazy because they had a lot of money and they had the right distribution method. I see people doing dropshipping and e-commerce, whatever, selling anything and everything with the ugliest pieces of content, but they're very smart. They're very good at distribution. They know where to buy media. They know how to buy media. They know how to target not run campaigns so distribution is extremely important like that is something i always tell everybody content king, distribution is queen they go hand in hand together and if you, and one doesn't go without the other if you ask me yeah you might have a crazy like i said there's there's always this viral piece like but you can always go win the lottery you know what i mean so you can keep trying to win the lottery or you can like actually push your luck and distribution is pushing your luck Okay. Other another another question I had. This is uh, this is getting more personal here. This is just for my own benefit, I think. <laughs> but uh, I was I was I saw on I think it was a post of yours that you said something to the effect of you think. Okay, th- this was kind of like a reintroduction of Farouk to social media, kind of a post. And then at the end of it, because okay, you had taken a little bit of a break, right, to to kind of right. reassess and reevaluate. And then I know which post you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then at the the end, you said something to the effect of that you think attention has been directed toward the wrong things and largely the wrong people lately. 
what were you were you talking about social media? Were you talking about what were you talking about there? Yes, so I, I strongly believe that the attention in the last few years, few months, has been retargeted to the wrong people and wrong things. So we know for a fact that the human being's attention scientifically is less than, than a redfish today. Why? Because the attention is all over the place. There are so many different media platforms, social media platforms, and within those platforms are so many users. There's a bit, 2.5 billion people on Facebook, a billion people on IG, a billion people on, on, on I don't know what, on, on Messenger, a billion people on WhatsApp. Then you have like, I don't know how many hundreds of millions on Snapchat. And on this and that, right? You have so many people all over the place. And on YouTube, forget even YouTube. That's no other whole other world there. There's no more attention span. And the attention is directed towards the wrong things and the wrong places. Actually, I'm gonna say this to you on your podcast for the first time. I believe that we are living a cultural shift in natural selection on social media, meaning that all the people that were not authentic, that were not integral, that were not real over the last few years, that built the following, are going to get evacuated, kicked out of the attention span of people because the consumer today, the follower is not stupid and is very well aware and educated. Whether you're faking until you make it, whether you're selling a fake product, whether you're scamming this and that, you are going to be naturally selected. And I believe that we are living a huge shift in 2019, even more so in 2020, where all these fakes are going to leave to make room again for the people that were there at first, the OGs or the new people that are genuine. Do you know how many people I know that have a thousand followers that have built much bigger business, are much more integral people inside at heart within their guts as well than the people with a million followers? And this is what I'm fighting today because for so long, we've given attention to these people for their glam and this and that, for their cars, for this. But we are wrong, Ruben. It is wrong. And it's affected people. Actually, as a matter of fact, I, listen, and I'm not, don't quote me on this, and it's not scientifically proven. Perhaps it is. I'll do some research. I'm pretty sure that the, the depression rate is at an all-time high. Okay? I'm sure. I'm sure if I go Google it right now and then sort of study, everybody is, is depressed. Why? Social media has been depressing people. In a part, someone can say, well, Farouk, it's your fault because you're part of the social media and you're pushing these people. Yes, I agree with you, which is why I decided, and, I have, and I've been doing this for a long time, so maybe it's not me and my fault per se, but you know, I'm someone who essentially deals attention, right? Likes, followers, and this and that. So I have to use my voice. I have to use my following, my platform that I've built for myself, my millions of followers, and I invite everybody listening to this, and I dare you, I challenge you to do so, and you're already doing so which I respect that a lot, to shift people's attention towards good, towards greatness, towards kindness, but please, most importantly, towards integrity and authenticity. If you're not authentic in 2018, you're going to get rejected from the face of earth. Believe me. 2019. 2018. 2018. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, 2019. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was so into what I'm saying. <laughs> Because I mean that, Ruben, like I'm so passionate about it because I really mean that. Like it comes from the, I can't even come, say it comes from my heart and my soul. Like this comes from my, like my protons, bro. It's so deep. Like chromosomes. Like, like seriously, I mean that. Like, and we're living a shift right now. We're living a shift. I, I see a lot of people around me. They're not even, they're not even relevant anymore because they were faking until they make it and people like are tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Natural selection, natural selection, eat or be eaten. The big, the big shark will eat the smaller shark, which will eat the smaller fish and this and that. And I don't mean big companies, I mean 
real people literally will start becoming bigger and bigger and bigger, taking a bigger space. Real people, real brands, real companies, real goods, real products, real everything. And all the rest are going to get evacuated naturally. So with movers and shakers, it starts with shifters. Revolutions were never started like that. Revolts. <laughs> it was never started like that. People started putting a thought process into the minds of people that was positive, positive, started putting a, uh, implementing a certain movement. You know, brands started becoming more real right now. So we're seeing the fake brands get away from it. But if we become more real and we start pushing those kids, you know, and, and listen, and, and, I'm, and I'm someone who likes nice things, Ruben, okay? And, and, I'm, and I like nice shoes and I like nice clothes, but that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Materialism and, and the love for good things and finds craftsmanship are two different things. But I'm saying if you're not promoting these people that are all about like big cars and this and that, and they want to sell you a course or this and that because they say they made it, but they have it in the back end, that's not the way to go. But if you're thanking to yourself and you reward yourself and people see that, I think that you're going to become a much more impactful thought leader. And that's very important today. That makes sense. I agree with you. I think that our attention is being so divided that we're going to only have cognitive bandwidth for the things that are, are real. We're so burnt out. We can only take so much, bro. People aren't stupid. It's over. Maybe they were never stupid to start with, by the way. So I don't mean that way. They were not as educated as before. The consumer, the follower, Three years ago on social was not as educated as before but today we've become better at cutting through bullshit okay like an x-ray like x-ray vision right there you know what i mean so i can tell within a second if someone's full of shit or not and i think that that's because i've been in the industry so i know the back ends of it but i think that the average follower that's listening to me right now will be able to tell whether i'm trying to fool them to build my brand my brand for myself or if i'm being i'm being real as a matter of fact i'm not even doing this with you because i want something out of it or because i want to reward myself or put myself on a pedestal, which is why you don't hear speaking about myself that much, is I'm doing this strictly because I want to pass my message along. And it's funny because when I messaged you, I said, hey, you know, I, I saw you got a podcast, let's try and do something together. And I told you something, I said, because I want to spread my message. And this is the message. This is the message, you know, about how to network and stuff, of course, because it's something I've developed, it's a skill I can speak for. But this piece that you just brought up is to me one of the most important things in my fight. This is my fight. And, and, and then we're going to win it. I love it, man. I love it. That's that's a really good place, I think, to to leave off. But before we before we we sign off, I want to well first ask first like tell everybody how they can like get in contact with you, and then I have a question for you. To get in contact with me, I think the best place is my Instagram, and my Instagram page, my personal page, of course, is Farouk. F A R O K H. F like Franco. A R O H, you can just hit me in the times or you know i like and i answer every single comment on my new posts literally myself so that's the best way to reach out to me and then if ever i think that there's a you know the bigger relation that we can go on i usually send people my cell phone number my email but that's if like really i see like there's something going on here you know but i answer all the questions like when i post a story and i do polls i answer all the questions so if it's just to ask me a question i'd rather someone go ask it to me via dm and i'll do my best to answer them you know yeah, you're really engaged. Uh, I've seen that. Um, and I guess finally, what do you want to leave people with? Like, what's the one takeaway that you want someone to, to who's listened to this podcast to leave with? The most important piece of advice that I can give someone listening to this podcast is to stay true to yourself. Stay authentic. 
to never give up and to never let anyone step on your feet and tell you that you can't do something. Now this sounds very generic, but I want to say it again and again and again because it's not that generic when you look at the essence of it, okay? And then I want to say something else as well, and I want everyone to take, take that away from this podcast. It's about networking because we spoke about two different things, right? They go hand in hand because you have to be kind and authentic if you want to network. But if you want to network right, and again, I'm going to say it again, make sure that you build a skill set and then you practice, practice, practice. And then you go and give value to people before trying to get something out of it. Stop thinking about me, me, me. Stop thinking, what am I going to get out of this? Because if you go into a meeting with someone, right, or talk to someone, with the mindset of what can I get out of this, you lost. You lost the game. If you go into a meeting with someone and you try to network with someone, think about what you can give to them without always asking for something in exchange, then you will win. Because maybe nine out of ten people will not give back to you, but that one person might give you enough for you to change your life and for you to build a career or a business or even to build yourself as a person. I love that. I think that was really well put. And uh that's a perfect place to, to end. So like you said, I have nothing to add to that. You did you just did a, the mic drop there. There you go. <laughs> mic drop, baby. Hey, thanks for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode and all other episodes on my website at thinkgrowprosper.com slash podcast. That's where I put all the links and resources mentioned in each episode. It's also where I put the outlines of topics covered, which is a really good way to refer back to episodes in the future. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear about it. Feel free to leave a review on iTunes with your biggest takeaway. I make it a point to read all the reviews. You can also screenshot this episode and share it to your social media along with something you learned or found interesting. And tag me in your post because I'd love to see what you found interesting. Say hi and thank you for your support.